Yo, yo, Sean <laughs> Shahan in the house. It's uh, we're back at it. We're we're back at it. You know, yeah. it's two misfits and a carpenter, folks. We uh, what's the crowd looking like? Should we? Oh, we could be doing today. Oh, we got some. <laughs> we got all kinds of, but we got kisses. <laughs> One of these days, we got to figure out how in the world to uh, to do an actual podcast. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in and. Uh, yeah, here we are again, rocking and rolling. Yeah, yeah, it's been it, it's been a tough week. It's been a yeah. I think Sean and I both kind of came in the little office this morning, and you know, sometimes to be real with you guys, it's it's not always easy to even to do these things no. because life gets in the way, and you don't always feel so pumped up to be encouraging or even mm-hmm. to try to be encouraging or try to. Encourage yourself. Like last time when, when Sean was talking, he said, you know, after this podcast, I feel better. I think yeah. sometimes we come in here not always feeling the best. So some, some of you guys out there might be feeling the same. So uh, anyways, we we hope um, something we say today could uh, hopefully make you feel a little better. Yeah, ho- hopefully. <laughs> hopefully makes us feel better. Yeah, it's been Amen. a tough week. You know, it's, um, I, you know, Craig and I talk about this quite a bit and, and we go over, you know, a lot of things about Jesus and his love and mercy and what he's done for us on the cross. And, uh, we, we speak, we make much about grace and, um, and because that's how we're saved, but it just seems it, it gets a little bit tiring sometimes when people are questioning, uh, what that means. And we, we've talked about this. This is really kind of a, a one trick pony that, that we talk about, but it is kind of the crux of, of our faith and what we're trusting in, what we're relying on for um, our justification, who we're relying on for our sanctification, and what is the role of the Christian in this whole thing. And uh, my frustration a lot of times comes when people, you know, nobody's ever against grace, right? But they'll definitely preface things well yes yes but but listen wait a minute now don't lose your head okay don't go crazy here okay i'm not sure how we can get to a point of grace to a point of yeah but god's not pleased with your sin like that you know god's god's okay with you sinning it's like well how do you how do you make that jump from grace saved by grace all right yeah deemed righteous by by the holy one to um yeah but sean he's not pleased with your sin it's like what when i'm not pleased with my sin okay (laughs) right right you know how do you make that jump that 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 cosmic jump of that god saves you but grace which means that it's okay to sin And, and i i guess maybe i was told uh this week you know, sometimes when you're talking, uh, people will take it the wrong way. And I'm I'm like, I don't think, maybe what I'm saying and what people are jumping to is not because of what I'm saying, okay? It's because of what they've been taught. So let, maybe this ought to be, we haven't even discussed this in pregame, but maybe this ought to be, here is what Craig and Sean are not saying. Yeah, no, I... Okay? I think that's um, because uh, I know there's confusion sometimes out there. Well, uh, I agree. I mean, I think for myself included, um, every time that you talk to somebody about 
you know, the things that we constantly are, are like you said, it's a one trick pony about grace and about the love of Christ for you. There is always the yeah, buts, and yeah. it's, it's kind of like a knee jerk reaction. Um, yeah, but that, that's great. But again, you're telling me that, that I can just go do whatever I want to do then. And it's amazing. It goes right to that spot like yeah. instantaneously. It's like, no, that's, that's not what I'm saying. We're saying that what you're striving to do is not producing any fruit. <clears throat> what you're striving to, to, to put on this weight, this, uh, you know, this burden that you're trying to carry, it's not helping you any. It's, some, it's man-made. Mm-hmm. You know, you've put it on. And, and like you, Sean, this week talking to, I think it was your uh, pastor friend or yeah. a, a buddy. Uh, buddy of mine. That, yeah. yeah. I mean, I get the same response all the time whether it's with friends, whether it's with family, whether it's with other Christians. Um, it's just too good to be true for everybody. So I think that's a good topic. You know, what what not, what we're not saying right. <laughs> versus what we're saying. I think, in the, I think again, what, what you're preferencing is what we're not saying here is that um, for you listeners out here, grace is not like, oh my gosh, I finally tuned in and, and found these two ding-dongs who gave me, you know, the author- the yeah, the authority yeah. to 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 go out yeah. there and do anything I want to do. I think it. I mean, I guess the question for me is, what did it take in our lives, and the people that we're closest to, to to finally get to this place? And I think that's the question that that maybe we should answer. And we have, I think, yeah. in, in some. But but it's taken religion. It's taken many 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 years of religion. It's taken many services and many Wednesday night services and many men's groups and many all kinds of different religious activities to kind of spit Sean and I out of the other side to a place because we weren't getting filled up. We weren't, we weren't getting, we weren't, there was no peace in our lives. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing was struggling whether I was his or not based on how I performed and my amount or lack thereof is sin every day. And it really takes Jesus off the cross and puts me on there. I mean, when I'm the focus of my relationship with God, I, I you know, this ends badly. And, and it, it leads into, into despair where you're like, I just can't do this. And, and people walk away or it leads in self-righteousness, but they're always lowering that bar of perfection. Okay. You know, Jesus said in the sermon on the Mount, if you want to please God, be perfect as he is in heaven. I mean, perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we try to, we lower that so that we can jump over it. Okay. Well, I'm not perfect, but you know, this and this, it's a form of self-righteousness and self-righteousness keeps you from God. Okay. It just does. doesn't keep you humble. doesn't keep you in front. What we are not saying is grace is not a license to sin. Grace is the tool that'll, that that prompts you, that propels you into good works of loving your neighbor, loving those that are unlovable, forgiveness, all those things. The law does none of those things. The law no. actually shows you you can't do it. So what we're not saying is, you know, hey, man, you got your ticket out of, out of hell, okay? You got your fire insurance. Hey, go drink, eat, and be merry. That is not the Christian life. That's not what I've been called to. It's not what God saved me from. He saved me to what? A work of righteousness, which looks like loving his, his neighbor. 
I'm not happy with my sin. God's not saying, oh, sure, you know, it's okay now. We're good. You go ahead and have a ball out there. It's contrary to who I am as a new creature, number one. My bent now is for my Lord. I'm not a slave to sin. I'm a slave to righteousness, the Bible says. The problem with that is I cannot be perfect out there. I cannot not be without sin uh, because I am simil. I, I'm, I'm simultaneously in the flesh. We, we have that which is weak as well as the spirit. That's the spiritual battle that Paul talks about in Romans. Right. Right. Yeah. So and look, the, well, we're, <laughs> we're not saying that, you know. Well, I think it's, it's you know, we, we talked about that earlier. Grace is just such a hard, hard thing to, to define and a hard, hard, it's hard to talk about to people that really haven't experienced it. Yeah. And when you come from a place of, of going from law to grace, um, it's, it's difficult for somebody that's not quite there yet. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I guess that's the, you know, a lot of people, a lot of churches um, want to continue to kind of trudge down that path. But a lot of these churches and a lot of these people, the reason that they don't last, you know, and I don't know, maybe you guys have been part of a congregation out there that isn't there any longer. It's because the focus of a lot of people and a lot of churches is those works. And the reason they don't last is because the people get burnt out. You know, you can't continue your life of striving and striving and striving to try to please God. Um, If that was the case, we talked about it before, then Jesus would have never had to come because there wouldn't have been a need for him to do so. Um, When I think about the church that I was a part of, the reason that it's not really around any longer is because of that fact. Um, these people tried to create, they, they built a fence around you for sin, if you will, meaning that the idea was to guard you from, from sin. So what that, what that looked like is that people's lives were constantly like, Sean, let's, let's, you know, you can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do this. We got to get you, you know, you yeah. talk to me about all this. And what happens after a while is, we still live in a sinful state. Yeah. Um, it's it's not that we say sin is okay, but how we I go, yeah. But how we go about dealing with it and how we go about coping with it changed. So for us, our life, we're not speaking to you again. If this is an episode about what we're not telling you to do, we're not telling you that. Hey, guess what? You're no longer going to sin when you have grace in your life, yeah. um, and you're just going to be a okay. I could, no, of course not. You're going to continue to struggle with the same things. But the difference, which is so crucial, is that your performance and the things you do. Now think about it. Like for me, I know when I'm wrong or if I have sin in my life, I need to go to church. Why? Because I need to get forgiven. Okay. And I need to go and I need to take communion. Why? Because I need to be forgiven. And, I'm, and I can't take communion with the wrong heart. Why? Because then I'm not going to be forgiven. Okay? And I need to go pray this morning. Well, do you want to go pray? No. Well, why are you going to go pray? So that I can be forgiven. So that I'm closer to God. And I really want this promotion at, at work. Okay? So I need to go pray. Well, do you want to go pray? No. Well, why are you going to go pray? So that I get the promotion. I have to do things that are going to get me close to God. Well, where did I get that idea? Where did I get that thought process that it's all these things that I need to do? Maybe 
all those things have already been done for me. Right. Yeah, I, I think that's 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 well said. We and, and what it leads to. What what is one of the the biggest um, comments of non-believers of Christians? They're fake. And that's what it leads to, right? It leads to be putting on a mask and being fake and not sincere because, gosh, you know, I, I've got to put on this this error that I'm I'm spiritual. Uh, otherwise, people are going to find out the truth. And I think uh, I think if we're more honest with it, as as <laughs> as we should be, is like, look, I I'm a I'm a misfit mess, man. I I need Jesus more and more every day, not less and less. Um, uh, you know, you've heard, I've heard people say, well, you know, there's got to be a balance, you know, in between the two. It's like, well, that leads to mixing the two and it becomes something that's not the gospel. So, Lord, you know, God has two words, law and gospel. Okay. Law shows us what we should look like, but gives us no power to achieve it. Um, and God demands pureness and holiness. That's why we had all the different specific sacrifices and everybody, everything else to be able to approach him. We can approach him now but boldness to the chair, knowing that we're not fearful of him because of what he's done for us through Jesus Christ. That's good news. Okay. That doesn't mean, Oh, good. We're taken care of. Now I'm going to go out and just act like a pagan again. Okay. That's, that's not who I am anymore. The balance that we're looking at is grace and, and grace is not a dirty word. Grace is truth. It's not the opposite of something that's, you know, good or bad. If you have somebody that talks about grace is, hey, go ahead and it's all right. You're forgiven. Don't worry about it. You're forgiven. There's a disconnect with what's going on with that person, okay, because they misunderstand scripture, misunderstand the scripture. And I'd be concerned for that person, misunderstanding what God's grace was, which was to save us because we had no ability to save ourselves. But I also am very concerned for somebody who says, you know, gosh, I hope I make it. Okay, right. which I, I remember uh, I was at this Baptist church back a long, long time ago, and this, this guy, he was an usher and, 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 you know, faithful to every service and every little thing. And uh, his wife had died a year earlier. And uh, he goes, well, it won't be long, and I'll be joining her. He says, well, yeah, he says, I, I, I hope I make it. So here's a man who's been going to church for 50 years, whatever it may be, and he still doubts whether he's saved or not based on what? What's it based on? It's certainly not based on God's promises. No. It goes constantly back to his performance. That's just it. And that is not biblical. No. And how does their heart change? I mean, I think that's the biggest thing that happened with me. And, and I think it, it's such a crucial thing is how does your heart change when we talk about the things that you strive to do? Versus when the things that you get to do out of out of reverence for God. So when I was talking earlier about, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do all these things. Well, why? So that I can be close to God. You know, when's the last time you, you woke up and, and thought, okay, I'm going to go to church today and I'm super excited to go to church? No. Yeah. Like my heart typically is like, oh, I got to go to church. I don't want to go to church got to go to church. I don't want to pray. I got to pray. Yeah. And our heart is more of this, I've got to do these things. Kind of like the gentleman you're talking about. I got to be an usher. Well, do you want to be an usher? Well, I need to be an usher. Why? Because I, 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 yeah. I don't know it's if I'm going to make it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, and when we do this, our life's just, can you, can you guys 
feel that weight that you can just get. I mean, it's almost palatable when you yeah. talk about it. All these things that you have to do and have to do and have to do. Why? So that maybe I'll make it. Yeah. Instead of the heart that goes, I get to, because it's already all done. Yeah. It, wait, wait a second. So I don't have to do this stuff? No. Guess what? It's finished in Jesus. Wow. What does that create? That creates like this unbelievable feeling of gratitude and love and compassion and like this feeling like, oh my gosh. So I get to go today and and I get to bask in the glory that is in Christ. I'm in him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're in him. And wait a second. And I'm not going to pop out and then go back in. Yeah. No, you're in him. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. So I'm really in him, Sean. Yeah, you're really in him. Holy cow. Now I feel, I feel fantastic. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to go shout from the mountaintops and tell my brother about it instead yeah. of going to my brother and going, Sean, didn't see you at church. Right. Oh, you weren't there yeah. again. Uh, you're watching football, huh? Yeah. Well, I went. Yeah. And uh, yeah, God, yeah, God saw me there and oh, you didn't, oh, you're struggling. Oh, I'm not struggling with that. I mean, you right. keep struggling. We, we have this constant. Yeah, this, it's a tally sheet. It's, it it's, it's a one-upmanship of spirituality. And, you know, when, when Jesus said, you know, my yoke is light, um, come to me all who is weak and weary and I will give you rest for my yoke is light. I see very many Christians and me sometimes when I forget the gospel, a very heavy load on my shoulders and uh i have to be reminded that this is you know this is riding on his shoulders not mine and what i do is i simply go to the cross i my, my privilege is i get to go to the cross and see what god has given to me his promises that has been made for me and to be able to believe and be able to bask myself in that and give him you know give him thanks and glory uh for that when we're sitting here, I, I heard this also. I'm sorry. I, it's been a rough week. You know, when you hear little things, it, it throws you off a little bit. And, and, yeah. and, and sometimes it's good, right, Craig? We can re-examine totally. to see if these things are so. Um, be a Berean. But, you know, when, when you hear certain things that, well, you know, I get that grace and all those things, but how you live your life is evidence of who you are. Okay, and it's like, well, uh, okay. In other words, how you live your life is evidence that you're saved. Okay, and it's like, well, what you know? First of all, all you're supposed to do is let you know, just just love me. Okay, that that's that's the other thing. That doesn't mean I don't go up to Craig and say, hey, look, bro. Okay, look, you're 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 off kilter, yeah. or or somebody coming to me and say, dude, you okay? What's going on? Because that's that's uncharacteristic of you from how I know you. And it's because whether sins in our life or, you know, whatever it may be, we are to saddle up, saddle up next to each other, carry each other's burdens, be able to bring them back to the cross, okay, and remind them who they are in Christ. Their identity is that. It's not what we do for a living. It's not um, the, the peer group we're around. Our identity is Christ. So that is part of bringing them back to the cross where he Confesses this to this father. I didn't believe your promises. I'm, I'm, you know, and he's he's 
just to forgive you of your sins. That's why I love communion. This is this continuous forgiveness. He's continually at the right hand, interceding for us. Amen. And I, I get a little bit, well, I, I, I can become a Pharisee about being a Pharisee, right? I mean, and, and then I get upset with myself. It's like, dude, why are, you know, why are you, don't be offended. Why are you offended? You know, sure. so you try to explain stuff and it's like, well, you know, well, I know that pitch. I know that pitch where, you know, obedience proves that you're his. Well, how much? How much obedience has to prove that I'm his? How much? How much did the thieves have to prove? How That's much point. does it have to be? Right. How much is good enough to make it? Okay. Well, nobody's perfect. Well, see, now, now here's the thing. We're so far from being perfect. The most perfect man next to Jesus is dead in his sins. Now, I'm not saying, here's what I'm not saying. Don't be obedient. You don't have to be obedient. What I'm saying is when you're focusing on yourself and what you're doing and your feeble attempts of overcoming, you're probably not going to be that obedient. Now, you're going to fake it better than you did yesterday, but you're probably not going to be obedient. Do you want to be obedient to God? Of course you do. So do I. How do I do that? By focusing on the, the Lord, focusing on Christ, what he's done for us, his words, going back to the word, his promises, that he'll never leave us or forsake us. That doesn't make me want to sin. That doesn't give me license to sin. No. That makes me want to serve. That makes me want to love somebody that, you know, I really didn't want to see this guy today. But you know what? Because I'm walking in the spirit, I have patience with this person. Amen. Okay. I can be able to direct things a little bit differently. Totally. And again, that's that we're preferencing what we're, what we're not saying is <laughs> again. And I know it, 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 it does. I mean, I've had multiple people talk to yeah. me about it, but. You know, we're not saying don't go to church, obviously. No, we're not saying church. don't tithe to your church. We're no. not saying don't be a part of a men's group. We're not saying do don't it. be a part of a church because that's bad in any way, shape, or no, form. You gotta you gotta do that. You gotta do that. It's our family, man. Yeah. That's I mean, what it's the that's the, the believers, yes. that's the group. But it's but if you find yourself again striving and striving and striving, then then I think that's where this podcast can help you because if you haven't noticed that one bullet that's in the gun continues to be grace and continues to be the things for us that, you know, has made such a huge impact on our lives. Um, church a few weeks ago had a great lesson on broken soundtracks and uh, it's such a great topic, you know, it's crazy how many negative thoughts that we have on a daily basis. They say, they say we have 60,000 negative thoughts wow, a day. Wow, is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's on average. And what happens so is we... I'm above average is what you're saying. <laughs> is we pave these these lines in our brain. Um, they didn't talk much about this, but it's cognitive therapy, which I'm a big, huge fan of. Okay. Um, cognitive therapy in my life had an immense effect. And basically, that's just thought replacement. Um, it's kind of like old school Saturday Night Live. You remember... Uh, John, are, I'm, good, I'm good enough. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm strong enough, and gosh guy? darn it, people yeah. love me. Mm -hmm. um, it's crazy, but there's actually cognitive therapy is just that. Yeah. And what it is is you have to work on replacing the thoughts that are in your mind that we have continuously, we've embedded in our brains. And when we do this, it's so easy to, for us to just go back to that default of those negative 
thoughts. Now, a lot of these negative thoughts can come from self-image. You know, I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm, I'm fat. I'm ugly. Today's going to suck. You know, my boss hates me. My wife doesn't like me. My kid, I mean, all these negative things. And then what happens is we have negative days. Mm-hmm. We're down and out. And it's all because of these thoughts that we continually put in our brain. When it comes to God and when it comes to what we're talking about, grace is so far-fetched because the work is already done that you have to remind yourself. And when it comes to a broken con- or soundtrack in your mind, you've got to put in this new soundtrack, which is it is finished. And when you, can, and, and when you remind yourself of that enough, you're going to start feeling differently. And it's just, it's just the way your brain is made up. So even though you can hear this stuff and it sounds great, you have to remind yourself on a daily basis that, that it's finished. I have to do it every single day because I'll tell you what, even when I do it in the morning, an hour or two later, I default back yeah. to this other way. Sean has to do it. That's why his arm's tattooed. People have to do this in whatever way you can to remind yourself that this thing called grace is real and it actually has detrimental effects in your life in a very positive way so that you're not constantly striving and striving and striving. That's why we get the yeah buts. Yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds great, Sean, but I mean, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. And that sounds great, Craig, but oh my gosh, you can't. I mean, no, try, try to take the butt out for a little while yeah. and, just, and just feel what it's like to actually have it finished in your life. You know, it reminds me just what you're saying is something that Brennan Manning said uh, when he was talking about the Apostle John. You know, whenever he never referred to himself in the first person when he was writing in John and First John and so forth. He always said the one that Jesus loved. Amen. That's how he referred to himself. Mm. And the one that Jesus loved, he put his head on his chest. as said, you know, mm-hmm. And that's how he refers to himself. And I think some of the things we have to look at is that you are the one that Jesus loves. And he calls you beloved. And I, I think, so, you know, we're, we're our worst enemies, right? Nobody has to tell me that I'm failing, all right? Trust me on this. I beat myself up. I'm up at 3 in the morning with what I said that day, what I was thinking that day, what I'm doing with my life, all those type of things. Mm-hmm. And we have to remember, and this is part of the re- being reminded that, you know, you're the one that Jesus loves. You're the one that Jesus loves. I am his beloved. And, and you know, that is going back to your identity. And your identity is not what you do for a living. It's not how much money you make. It's not um, how many kids you have. It's not what you serve in the church. It's not any of those things. All those things are things you do during the day. But your identity is firmly rooted in the blood of the cross of Jesus Christ. Amen. And he has covered you. He has claimed you. He has called you. And he has secured you. Amen. So Can we get a little... Free. <laughs> be free. You're the one that Jesus loves. Go love your neighbor. Amen. Amen. Well, we hope that uh, our non-encouraged week, <laughs> we've always find a little bit of encouragement when we remind we ourselves yes. again of everything that's been done for you. I know even today, right now, just talking about these things, it it's amazing how 
your mind, your body, everything can change when you understand that it's not about the things that you constantly do, but about the things that have already been done for you. Correct. So rest in that, guys. Have an amazing week. We love you, and uh, we'll probably be back next week. Uh, God willing. God willing. Yeah. <laughs> Take care. You are loved.